0: about this you've never been at this exact moment in this exact place as this exact version of yourself before
1: whoa,
0: whoa. i'm Broncar Lee,
1: and i'm cindy harvell we believe that when we approach the journey of life with curiosity joy and a desire to grow we can have a powerfully positive impact on the world around us
0: join us for conversations and
1: explorations that
0: will change your perspective
1: shift your mindset
0: and inspire you to get out there and spread the good stuff
1: spread that good stuff
0: What's up, everybody? We are going to talk about manifestation today. Is manifestation magical or practical? We're going to find out. But first, let's hear from Cindy.
1: We just want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by the Good Stuff Network.
0: The Good Stuff Network.
1: So we're all about spreading good stuff in the world. And that means, what does that mean? It means how we have a positive impact in the world using our... Skills, our unique talents, our strengths, right? Mm -hmm. What we're doing in the world to, like, get it out there. So we have a lot of workshops and events and things that you can join us for. If you visit go.spreadthegoodstuff.com, you can see what we're doing this month that you can be a part of.
0: Yay! Yay. So, is manifestation magical? Let's find out. Cindy, tell us.
1: (laughs) Um... (laughs) No. (laughs) The end. The end. All right. Thank you for listening. No, just kidding. Uh, Well, this is an interesting question because I think that it depends on the perspective that you're coming from. Yeah. And certainly where you're at in your life as to what you think. Mm -hmm. I say this because my experience 20 years ago was like not even given a thought to manifestation, whether it was conscious or intentional, or if it's this like crazy woo-woo spiritual thing that I'm just not interested in. Yeah. that, And I'm saying that as my long ago past version of myself versus...
0: In, in other words, it, life is happening to you. Yeah. Right? Not for you or with you.
1: Well, and and also that I just had the belief that, you know, a lot of times things that we don't Aren't really educated properly on we have a certain, you know, visual, and I sort of would imagine a wizard waving a wand and like manifesting something, you know? <laughs> like, you know, like abracadabra, yeah, yeah. you know, or something.
0: Well, and it was a belief, yeah. yeah.
1: It was a belief. And it was like not even a conscious belief. You know, I don't don't think I really gave it a thought. Yeah. Versus now where I think that it is something empowering and something that I have a choice over and something that gives me the opportunity yeah. to create a life that I want.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're quoting one of your songs there. <laughs> Sorry. Life That I Would Miss. That's life a song that she wrote. Well, I like that because it's, it's, you know, what you're really bringing to the forefront is essentially our oath of possibility, you know? And you're like, in this moment now, And it isn't who you were, it's not that who you were.
1: What is our oath of possibility Uh, for people who've never heard it?
0: I've never been in this exact place, in this exact time, as this exact version of myself before. I give myself permission to explore, to be curious, to receive new information with an open mind, old information from a new perspective, and to remember things that I may have forgotten. And so we remind each other of this all the time. Anytime we're facilitating a coaching group, giving a keynote presentation, uh, learning something ourselves, facilitating something, whatever it is, we're always reminding ourselves of this in the house as well with our boys and parenting. All the time we're reminding ourselves of that because it brings us to the present moment right here, right now.
1: Yes, I derailed you from what you were saying so that you can explain the oath. I don't, I don't. But
0: belief, you were, we were talking about belief. Yeah. And we were talking about who you were, and you had a belief, a, a specific belief system then versus now, where you have an updated belief sure. system, which is actually a good reminder. And then I'm going to pass it over to you, but that's a good reminder that we can we have the freedom and the ability to update and upgrade our belief systems. Mm-hmm which is really empowering. Yeah. Gives us an ownership, you know.
1: Yes, it does. Yeah. And I think regardless of what your belief might be on manifestation uh, or where you're at in your journey, it's happening. Yeah. You know, like what I <laughs> what I understand now looking in retrospect is that I've always manifested things. Yeah. It's just, you know, I mean and even for good like I look back at the, the amazing things that happened in my has have happened in our lives together and my life and they were manifested they were those were the moments where we believe, fully believed that it was possible and that we like we knew we were doing it and everything that we did it was all about tiny things it's not about the, the wizard waving the wand it's about Small things that we say, things that we think.
0: Yeah. Self-talk. Small, small seemingly insignificant moments that add up yeah. to this macro transformation, right?
1: Yeah. Well, every, everything that you do and how you show up. Yeah. And the, yeah.
0: And even, you know, and not to say that there can't be a wizard waving a wand, because we're also into that. But like, <laughs> but uh, but, you know, one thing that I think of is your actual, your career as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. right? Because we've been around a lot of artists and entrepreneurs and, you know, painters, musicians, all types of people that are that are essentially making something out of nothing. And there's a big belief system, right, where it's kind of what I call the somebody else is going to do it for a syndrome, or somebody's going to magically discover a syndrome, or there's going to be this magical, you know, miraculous moment thing that just happens out of Thin air, but in reality, it's a lot of little micro choices and moments that all come together to you know create that. There's a lot of dominoes lined up, you know, to, to get knocked over. But your career as an artist, can you share a little bit about your? Y-
1: yeah, well, I think, and this is looking at it in retrospect. I think that I manifested the the positive successes that I had. You know, like I, in in all, you know looking at it from an outside lens, you know, if you knew me when I was 18, 17, 16, 15, as a, ch- you know, growing up, you probably would have said like, she is the least likely to get on a stage and sing for people. Yeah. Like there would be, I did not share art. I did, no one knew that I could sing or play music. My own parents didn't hear me sing till I was 18 because I was afraid. I was very um, deeply shy and introverted and really just afraid of sharing my voice and speaking up, you know? And so all signs would have pointed to no success for you in the yeah. music yeah. world. And But there was something within me where I knew, I don't know what this came from, like I intuitively knew that I was going to play music for people That I was writing things, I was writing personal stories and things that could connect with people. I knew they were meant to be heard. I knew that when I went off to college that I was going to have opportunities. I just, I had it in my mind, this is going to be it. You know, like I had this, I had the dreamer's uh perspective i mean you know i had the the beginner mind so to speak of like life (laughs) you know i have a a different perspective now and i know a lot of different things and i believe a lot of different things now that are all amazing but like then i had this uh you know open and i really went i really embraced that you know i was
0: yeah yeah. well and you did you took your guitar to college with you yeah was one choice i took a guitar
1: yep I decided when I moved and when I started college that I was not going to be afraid to share that I was, that I actually could play and sing, you know, like I didn't keep it, you know, hidden as I did up until that point. Even though it was scary. It was terrifying. I did the open mics. Like I literally got sick. To my stomach, before every you know going on stage, I literally like did you know said I remember one open mic where I literally said into the microphone like oh my gosh I'm so scared <laughs> into the <laughs> microphone you know or you know something to that effect and it was it was terrifying but there was something in me that knew I was supposed to do it you know and it was all, made all, makes all the difference in the world versus a person that says. I can't do that. Yeah. There's no way. I'm too scared. I can't do it. Yeah. And my, you know, my belief led me to make those choices. It led me to have the conversations. It led me to be in a yes mindset. So when that person came along who said, "Hey, I play music too, and I I record music. Can I? Can we record your songs?"
0: Well, you were yes. Yeah, you were literally playing your guitar in your dorm room for your friends, and that per, that producer walked by and heard you. Mm-hmm. And then said, I want to start a band with you.
1: Yeah. I want to introduce you to your future husband. <laughs> yeah. And literally,
0: that's how we met. He introduced us. because He didn't
1: I, say that exactly. Right. He no, was he dr- it was just drummer.
0: <laughs> he wasn't thrilled at the fact that we were dating.
1: <laughs> but. Um, he had a crush on Cindy. But um, the idea was that I presented myself to the world as though I were go- I was going to be. Yeah the the artist that gets on the stage and yeah. does the shows no matter how absolutely terrifying it was and and then it led me to a lot of opportunities of of recording albums of getting a record deal of getting on radio of having like being on featured on the locals um, compilations and like well, getting on some cool stages and you and know. you literally
0: wrote a song about going to California and then we went to I California did. and lived for over I a did. decade. Yeah,
1: but I look. But see, the thing is, is that and I'm not saying all this stuff to like toot my own horn. I've never said that phrase, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying it to look in retrospect. The the mindset that I had at that point and the belief that I had was so strongly rooted that I that the obstacles were obstacles that I could overcome versus, you know, there's certainly other instances in retrospective life where I feel that I've manifested a a stuck mode. You know, I've been, we've all been through the ups and downs of life and times where I manifested frustration after frustration or obstacle or, you know, I mean, that's just, but see, now I feel conscious of it and knowing that, hey, I can intentionally do that and manifest the things that I want intentionally, you know, and
0: yeah. And and also I want to talk about manifestation as, you know, Cindy's talking about manifesting a, you know, a career as a songwriter and, you know, getting on stage and performing. I mean, we can talk about manifesting tangible things like a house or a boat or a car. We can also, uh, you know, talk about manifesting feelings, right? Ways of being. Do we want to manifest more happiness, more joy, more laughter, you
1: know? Yeah. One, I think that's actually a more powerful way to look at it yeah. rather than specifics, um, you know, rather than manifesting a, I mean, certainly if you would like to manifest the the yacht or or the guitar or the, you know, whatever, but coming from a place of the feelings that you want to feel as a result of that.
0: And sometimes those can also work together, I want to manifest a saxophone so that I can express myself through that saxophone and create more happiness and joy in my community, right? So now suddenly I have that anchored in there of like, there's that end goal of like, I see my community coming together and dancing and laughing and clapping, celebrating. And I'm there doing the said skill using the said instrument or tool to amplify my essence to bring those people together. And so that has such a powerful, you know, anchor point to it and a driver.
1: Yeah. And I think it's also important to, um, you know, we talk about being really specific and intentional with the manifestation, you know, and certainly that's that's a tool of visualization, right? When you see yourself. Yeah. In the community, you see, you like literally are seeing people dancing, you see yourself moving, you see the, you know, the people, whatever, whatever you see that's super specific and the balance of that feeling, the intention behind it, because the intention behind it is bringing together the community. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens when life happens, life happens, and the saxophone doesn't come, but you have somehow, you know, some other, you've, you've created some other way yeah. to connect with community. Yeah. And so to be, to be remember that, to, to be remember, to remember that the anchor point there is your intention to connect community in a positive way. Yeah. That way you're not blind to when the other thing comes and you've actually achieved that.
0: Bam. Right? Yeah, that's hot.
1: Because I think sometimes we get so, attached to the specific of what will make me happy. Yeah. Like I need to live in said place to be happy. Yeah. I need to be in California to be happy. Yeah. Here we are in Atlanta, which we never thought we would live Ever. in. And certainly we miss California, but it's like, but what we want is happiness, Yeah, you know, and uh, also to visit California yeah. a bit. But like, we want to feel happy and safe and secure. And, you know, we want to have a home and have a, provide a, a, a happy place for our children it's and sanctuary. a safe place for our children to live. And so it's like, had we been so focused on California, you know, we would have missed a lot of opportunities because mm-hmm. the underlying feeling is, you know, what we are experiencing now, Yeah.
0: you know. So is it kind of about, you know, like it makes me think of something, you know, one of my coaches, Brian, uh, used to tell me, Brian Poirier, and he would say high involvement, low attachment. And it's like not being attached, but being involved, right? So you have the feeling, you have the vision, and then you're engaged in that process. It may turn out to be something slightly different. We maybe end up in a different location, right? But wherever you go, there you are. And so there you are with your feelings though, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. flexibility with the, the delivery mode. It's almost like if you want to go to the magical place of it, it's almost like, and, and I say magical kind of loosely, but I'm, you know, spiritual place or whatever, but it's yeah. almost that the universe might know that there's something better for you than the saxophone. Yeah. Here's a piano instead. <laughs> Here's a broken piano uh, yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. So but,
0: that's a whole other story. We have both. We have a piano and a saxophone.
1: <laughs> but I think being like, you know, to be... That was its own journey. Sorry to be intentional and to know what you want, to also be open to knowing, this is a thing that I remind myself, is that the me X amount of years ago did not think that the me now would do this, this, and this. Like the me then didn't know some things that the me now knows. So to always be open to something else out there, knowing that something, or maybe the future you knows that this thing is better for you. But like to be open to, the variance that may come.
0: And that's for all all of the, you know, all of you listeners. Like, what is the past, present, and future you? How is it, how does it vary? How does it differ? Belief system, yeah.
1: Well, I wanted to ask you what you think then about how, because we're talking about what, you know, oh, manifest! this is what I manifested, and we're talking kind of generally, but like, how do you feel you would go about manifesting something?
0: Yeah, how do I go about it? <laughs> um, I think that it's actually, is it magical or is it practical? And I think it's actually both. It's the yin-yang, it's masculine, feminine, it's, you know, moon and sun, light and dark. And so it is, it is both. I think that there, you know, we put, we can we can make it practical and, and tangible and we can check things off and we can do deliberate and intentional practices and exercises to work towards, you know, manifesting said thing, feeling what um, and as we put that energy out there, that it becomes, that it enters that unseen realm, right? That that energetic, spiritual, you know, the musical realm, you know, where we can't we can't see it, we can feel it, but it's 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 out there. And so I think that there's other energies at work, and I think that there is the yeah, I think that there is the the yeah, what what jump in
1: what but no, I, I think it's cool. I think energy like you can actually sense and see it like there are ways yeah. to like he, you know you can you can see sound waves there are ways to see them yes. there are ways to see these things so actually it just made me smile because you know, yeah.
0: as 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 we evolve as a species and science allows that you know 30 or 40 years ago we couldn't really see sound waves now we have it on our app you know everybody's got it on their phone they can literally open an app and they can talk and see the sound waves being recorded mm. You know, and it's like now we can we can measure that. It's not just qualitative. You know, oh, I feel that, but it's quantitative. Oh, I can see that and mm-hmm. measure it.
1: The other concept this made me think of is another topic that we talk about all the time, which is harmony, which is the um, one voice and one voice make a third voice. So one plus one equals three, and you're taking two things that make an entirely different third thing. And when you talk about energy and like the magic, the ma- the magicality. Yeah. <laughs> I love making up words yeah. um, of it. You know, it's almost like you're doing these tangible things and this thing, but then it sort of has this magical. Yeah. You know, even though I said it wasn't magical, it has this third thing that comes out of it. That's a recipe that strictly comes from blending yeah. multiple ingredients.
0: Yeah. The spiritual scientist.
1: Mm-hmm. Something like that, yes.
0: <laughs> but it is, it's both of those realms. It's still like the YX graph. You know, up here you have the 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 feelings, and then down here you have the facts, you know? And you have, you know, facts and feelings, and they meet over here in this top right corner, and there, that's where the Jedi and the wizard, the wizard with the wand is hanging out over there, you know? Is he here?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's me. Ta-da! <laughs> well, and... and- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Let's yeah, go continue.
0: Ahead. Well, I was going to say, what are some actual tools that we have for for manifesting? What have What have we? Because you know, we talk about this obviously in our programs and stuff. Um, what are some tools that we that we have that we can share?
1: Well, that's definitely like my perspective is the practical side. Like, what can I do yeah. now? Like, what, how can I actually act on this thing? For me, it starts with that shift in the belief first. Yeah. Right, that I can that I can attain that thing. Yeah. So if I'm looking for happiness. Yeah. I believe I can have happiness. Yeah, so believe. Yeah, believe. And then align things with it. Yeah. I'm just going, I'm creating an acronym right now. Yeah, I can so feel it. Believe, align. <laughs> and then, so we got BA. I've only got so many options now. <laughs> um, but uh, but I align like everything I do with that thing. So mm-hmm. for instance, since we're on happiness, if I want happiness, um, what makes me happy? <laughs> I mean, like what things make me happy yeah. and how can I put more of those into my life? Because mm-hmm. it's something I can, you know, there's like a specific, you know, it's almost like a math equation that's going to equal, you know, this plus this plus this equals yeah. happiness. So if I know that going for hikes with my family makes me happy or not, depending on the day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, more hikes with my family, if I know that... Getting eight hours of sleep helps me happy. Helps me happy. Helps me yeah. happy better yeah. than I get eight hours of sleep. Like you know, there's a <clears throat> there's a specific recipe for these things. Yeah. You know, even tangibles. If you know that you would like to manifest a saxophone, well, you're not. You can't just say, "I will have a saxophone."
0: And then sit <laughs> yeah, silently. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And then like, there and be
0: the saxophone appear. <laughs> <up here. laughs>
1: You know, you can't just go about your business like elsewhere. You there's things that happen. Yeah. You you have to take. I don't believe in giving the power away. Yeah. I believe in saying I am empowered to yeah. now take actions and set the intentions and talk about it yeah. and ask I'm friends. Going,
0: I'm going to research saxophones. I'm going to start to talk. I'm going to I'm going to say it out loud but my sonic signature and say, yeah, I'm curious about saxophones. I'm going to start watching some videos about it. I might start listening to some, you know, different music. I might, you know, go to the music store and start looking at some instruments. Yeah, I mean, we're actually, like, it's there. And, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, just all... All of the little things that you're doing and saying and talking about are going to lead you to the saxophone (laughs) or the happiness or whatever the thing is. I mean, you start thinking in terms of I am going to get that saxophone. Yeah. I am happy. I am I am capable of happiness. I am going to be happy. Yeah. I am happy now. Yeah. It's you start thinking about what ha, where are the places that you are happy now.
0: Yeah, it's framing it in the I am, mm-hmm. right? It's framing it as, and I've heard this as well, you know, as it's already happened. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's already happened, you know, or is happening yeah. in, in, in the you know present moment.
1: Or that tool of visualization yeah. that you mentioned with the saxophone. Yeah. Because when you can visualize what it really looks like, yeah, to have all that stuff, yeah, that gives you such such better clarity, yeah, on it,
0: anchoring into that vivid vision of it, yeah. Because that gives it that gives it the feeling, and then it's also like, you know, by by broadcasting that, by speaking it, we're you know we're we're talking about it, we're we're projecting, right, and we're also asking those questions. We're starting to see it; it's on the forefront of the mental search engine. You know, we're looking for, um, as, you know, you mentioned at another point, you were talking about that the game Punch Bug,
1: playing mm-hmm. the
0: game Punch Bug, mm-hmm. and which is.
1: Yeah, to, yeah, it was a game we used to play as kids, you know, with you, me and my brother used to play it. And it's like you look for the Volkswagen, and then you put, you literally, like, punch the yeah. person in the arm. Yeah,
0: specifically the Volkswagen Bugs, which, yeah. yeah.
1: And you say, punch buggy yellow, and, you know, and so that was, yeah. and you, you when you're playing the game, you see the punch buggies. Yeah, yeah. Volkswagens. Yeah. But you see those everywhere.
0: We used to. I don't know now if they're still as...
1: Let's play it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: But the point is is that you start to see those mm-hmm, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you got that on the forefront of your mental mental search engine. That's the game, And the same thing can be applied to everything in life. It's the game. It's this game of life. It's this game of manifesting a saxophone or a yacht or feeling whatnot. And so that becomes a game that we're playing and we're engaged in it and we're, and we're curious and we're exploring and we're leaning in and we're aware, we have self-awareness now, mm-hmm. right? And so all of these, uh, it's, it's starting to now manifest. It's, it's been there, it, right, in certain forms and now we're just seeing it, right?
1: And I think that, um, that belief piece, <clears throat> excuse me, that belief piece is really important. And some, sometimes people say, well, how, how do I change a belief? And do I get to choose my beliefs? You know, because that seems really tricky. Like, you know, how do I choose? You know, that's a belief, you know? And it's like you you do get to choose your beliefs. And the thing is, is that the more and more that you declare something to be true, mm-hmm. the more that you say the thing, the more and more that changes your belief. And the opposite is also true. If you get told that you're no good over and over again, you start to believe that you're no good. And you become, you know, like yeah. unfortunately a lot of people have that experience if you I, I had a negative experience um, playing softball in high school like I loved playing when I was younger and I felt like I was actually I was decent you know I wasn't like an amazing softball player but I was decent enough and I had fun and then as I entered high school and it got to be competitive the coaches like kept I, I, I made mistakes and they'd be like oh why do you have to do that? Come on. And I remember, I can hear this coach's voice in my head. Come on, Cindy. And like, it made me, it pulled me down and I started to like miss balls all the time. Yeah. I was a pitcher and my I started to pitch like worse. Like it had an impact on my performance and my belief in myself. So I know it to be true that you can, your beliefs can change. Yeah. The the trick is not letting others Decide for you. That's right.
0: That's what your beliefs are. That preach that because that is so we're so quick in our society to give our power away to the authority. And that could be, I mean, that could be anyone. That could be the parent, which we are. That could be the teacher. That could be the coach, the boss, whatever that is. And, And it's like, but we give that power away all the time. We're so quick to give that power away. And then suddenly we're in the victim mentality and now they know they're in charge, they're in control and uh, we don't. And I think that that is less fortunate and we're experiencing that a lot with our kids now and like other teachers or facilitators styles um, may be preferred or less preferred. And I actually have ended up coaching (laughs) a lot of the people that are Coaching our kids, you know, because I'm like, well, hold on, like that. You just put that into a category over there that's completely different than that. Like, I'm sorry, but that's not true. That's just that language is inaccurate. And so calling that out and that can be very intense and very intimidating to step up and do that. But that's an ownership thing, right? It's taking ownership and saying, hold on, I'm going to question that. I want to I want to I want to explore this and be open in that state of that oath of possibility. Right to receive new information, right? Or old information or remember things, but also speak my truth because they may need to hear that. They may need to be reminded as well. And truly we're all on a learning and development, you know, journey. Some of us are more aware than others, but... Okay, I got a little bit off t- topic there. Sorry. Yeah, getting, are we now? Sorry, I got.
1: Hold on. I
0: got into parenting mode there, and okay. I'm like, yeah, sorry, sorry. Manifestation, manifesting. Back to this.
1: Well, where? Well, it is important though to 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 keep the control for your own. You get to choose because there will always be adult or kid. There will always be others that say you can't do that. That's you know what that's way too hard. Nobody has success with that. Stop. You know, like you you encounter that in a business situation all the time. As entrepreneurs, uh, yeah. yeah, and sometimes they're right. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah,
0: sometimes <laughs> it is a bad idea. And and
1: sometimes yeah. you go anyway, and then you're like, oh right, okay, so they're
0: right. No, but, but then you learn the lesson for real life, like our boy yeah, our for, for real life, for real, yeah, life. for real life, yeah.
1: But I think coming back to like practical tools for this stuff. And I, I love the practical world, you know, you know me, I love myself a, a six-step process or whatever. <laughs> but I think the idea of intentional habit changes as well. So if I'm looking to, for instance, I want to manifest a successful business, I ask myself, who do I need to be to manifest that successful business? Yeah even a saxophone. Who do I need to be to manifest a saxophone for free or whatever the thing is or for really cheap? Well, I need to be really charismatic. I need to be very vocal about my, you know, like there are certain things, right? Which
0: is funny because that just took me back because when I was first learning sax, I actually manifested two saxophones for free. I don't think I really thought about that until just
1: now. I think you've manifested a lot of things like that (laughs) in our lives. A lot of instruments into our own. (laughs) Specifically, a couple of free
0: pianos. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I think it's. But I think it's really like because again, I'm going to say it again because you can't say things enough, like to to emphasize them. It's empowering yourself with the having the control over it. So if I can take small steps to intentionally become that person, like if I am manifesting peace, let's say, who do I really need to be? What changes do I really need to make to manifest peace? Yeah. Cause if I have like you know a loud TV on in my house all the time or something I don't I don't know that's just the first thing that came up. So we're talking up. about peace in the house, peace, like out. actual peace in the household. Then that's going to be an obstacle for me having peace. So the first step turn the TV <laughs> on, yeah, right? Me I did. mean, this is yeah. that's a basic thing, but like literally, like I have to make certain changes. Yeah. Maybe I have to, as Broncar does a lot, is you know set my alarm for 20 minutes before the kids are going to get up so that I can have that 20 minutes to ground myself yeah. outside and then in the grass with the sunrise so I can be that yeah. place, I can be peace. Yeah, this, right? is, this is
0: way before the sunrise. But, but, right. but to, to be ready to receive, right? Because then I'm ready to receive right. the gift of these tiny humans that are right. spirited and passionate and vibrant as opposed to I'm just, like, responding in, you know, this, like, ah, kind of mode. I'm not, yeah.
1: Right, and that's an intentional change of a habit. Proactive. So instead of of the opposite of that, which was prior to that choice that you made, which was waking up, being woken by them, and, like, I'm thinking when our kids were babies and when waking up meant waking up and crying, right, (sighs) and you wake up to... And don't miss that phase, for sure, but you wake up to a a blood-curdling scream from your baby that's hungry, that's That's how you wake up, and then you're like, you're in a panic mode, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, intentional changes towards the thing that you are manifesting,
0: Yeah. yeah. And recognizing what you can and can't control in certain situations, like when we talked about peace. Well, there's a difference of creating peace in the house versus world peace. There's a lot more moving parts Mm-hmm. And a lot more involved with creating world peace than peace in the household, you know. So, yeah. I feel like this is some good content. I feel yeah. like I've learned a lot in this conversation. I'm
1: glad you have. Yeah, I have one final thing to say, please, because this is this is like the you know the um well I'll cheery, just say it the cherry yeah yeah sure it's a yeah, cherry cherry um on the top protection against the opposite of what you're trying to manifest, and I think we we touched on this a little bit, but. You know, if you're manifesting happiness, happiness, I want to be happy. I'm capable of happiness. I am happy. And you have a person in your life, let's just say, who is like, you don't deserve happiness. Yeah. And you have that message. That's an obstacle yeah. that's going to be in the way. Yeah. And there are times to know when to, you know, when to distance yourself from those people if possible. Or, you know, or or the the even your self-talk. Like, how can you protect yourself from that, which might be... Posting positive affirmations all around you or whatever, but I but I look at the protection from the opposite, whatever is pushing you away, whatever keeps you further away from it, you know.
0: Yeah, and if and if there's no way that you can distance yourself from that, at least have yourself a pair of oven mitts. So when you have to handle that hot stuff, <laughs> that your hands are protected.
1: The oven mitts of positivity.
0: Yeah. What? Do, yeah. The
1: oven mitts of something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we had a moment. The yeah, other there was
1: something. We're not
0: going to digress. We'll think with that. about it. Yeah, we'll have another yeah. episode of no that. Yeah, we'll friends. have another. That's a whole another. Yeah, <laughs> that's for another one. Uh, yeah. Okay, so manifestation is it magical? Is it practical? I believe that it is a little bit of both. A little bit of both. It's a nice dancing balance of moon and sun, yin and yang, light and dark, up and down.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm going to go manifest a snack now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Manifest a snack. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to Spread the Good Stuff Podcast.
1: If you like what you're hearing, then join our community at spreadthegoodstuff.com forward slash community.
0: In addition to this podcast, the Good Stuff Network puts on group programs, live events, and retreats, all infused with music, meditations, laughter, and real authentic connections with amazing human beings.
1: If you got some value today, do us a favor and spread the good stuff by sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Spread
0: that good stuff.